Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, where today is Tuesday. And on Tuesday, that is when we do the segment From the Pulpit to the Couch, where you will receive biblical teachings or receive information in terms of a biblical nature from someone either in ministry or have knowledge of the Bible or a Bible scholar, and myself, Jeanette Abney, a licensed marriage and family therapist. Now, I want to thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning, and I want to make sure that we also keep the family of Kobe Bryant in prayer, and I also want to apologize for yesterday's show because if you try to listen, it seems like for the first 15 minutes it was jacked up as I tried to use the microphone, but it was not working correctly. But if you listen later on in the show, you was able to hear what we were talking about as it related to the grief process and here today, gone tomorrow. So I just want to let you guys know, if you do like I did, just listen to the show till you probably fall asleep. You can hear the rest of the information on the show. So. Without further ado, again, today's show is entitled Wolves and Sheep's Clothing. Now, I want to say it appears that we are living in a day where there is so much going on. And with all that we have to deal with when we talk about life struggles, challenges, whether it's relationship issues, um, dealing with our children, sometimes we want to know where can we go and feel Many individuals have went to church. Other individuals go to other places and try to get some help, only to learn that who they thought an individual was happened to be someone totally different. Now, as a child, I heard it be said, be aware of false prophets. And I used to wonder, okay, so who's the prophet? What did the prophet go tell me? I didn't know what that meant. Now, even today, there are false prophets within the world, and I want to talk about that, because not only are we talking about false prophets and wolves in sheep's clothing, that right there is interesting. Now, waiting on Lady T to join me, because she kind of wanted to talk about this topic, and it looked like she done left me hanging again, but when we start talking about what is the meaning of the phrase, a wolf in sheep's clothing, and I also see that the kind of transferring it over messed up my spelling. A wolf in sheep's clothing is someone who hides malicious intent under the disguise of kindliness. And that's interesting because a lot of times we find out that sometimes people are not who they pretend to be. Now, with the origin of the phrase, a wolf in sheep's clothing, the cautionary advice is on that we cannot trust someone who appears kind and friendly, who has been around us. And sometimes when we talk about even in the church, it's interesting because I hear a lot of reasons why individuals don't want to go to church, don't trust pastors, don't believe in people that are in ministry. And it kind of made me wonder, what is that all about? Is that the, the the stance that they're taking, that they believe that individuals are wolves in sheep's clothing? But when we start talking about this a phrase, this phrase originated as a tale and are much older than what they call the biblical text. The question is, when did this phrase become a part of our English language? 
because I've heard it so much, I just never really knew where it came from. Now, the version that they talk about is best known to us today is what they call them as George um, Phelan Townsend, and in the 1867 translation, in which he gives the wolf in sheep's clothing fable in this way, that once upon a time, there was a wolf resolved to disguise his appearance in order to secure food more easily. Now, if it started that way, how is it that individuals started taking on that when we start talking about, you know, people tricking us or people saying that there's somebody and they're not? But when we start talking about biblical terms, the King James Version of the Bible, and it says 1611, it gives us warning in Matthew 7:15. Be aware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Now, the earliest English version of the biblical text is in John Wycliffe translations in 1382, and it also goes on to say the same thing. But when we start talking about how do we translate that in a way that we as Christians have a better understanding what that means so that we are not misled, so that we know who to trust, so we know what to be aware of. And how do you even know, and what would you even say to the wolf? I remember having a show a while back with Pastor Dan Estelle, and we were talking about bears, and I said, I'm not scared of no bears, especially if the bears in the kitchen messing with my food. But what about a wolf? If you saw the wolf, how would you even be able to identify the wolf and what would you do? And how do you even be, how can you even differentiate between someone in disguise or someone that's actually trying to trick you? Now, if you want to call in and you want to add something to this topic, give me a call at 516-387-1914. Again, 516-387-1914. 1914 because I would love to hear what your thoughts are as it relates to this topic. Now, I've got so many different gadgets going on. I want to say that if you know me personally and you have any questions, you can give me a text, you can text me, or you can go on to my Facebook page at Jeanette Brooks Abney if you have any questions. So it looks like Lady T is joining me. Let me log her on. Good morning, Hello. Lady T. How are you doing? How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing good. good. How are you? I am well. I, I, I'm, <laughs> you hear me stuttering. I'm well. I found out writing and got in trouble at school today, so we got some stuff we got to take care of. Now, we talk about Uh-oh. this topic of wolves and sheep clothing and be aware of false prophets. Now, I've heard it be said. My mom used to always tell me that. And it had me kind of not trusting people. Because and, and, I always say I've always been scared of ministers or pastors, so my mama got pregnant about one. But what is your thought uh-huh. on that when we talk about wolves and sheep's clothing? Well, wolves and sheep's clothing. Well, if you, first of all, if you have discernment, you can spot them, and you'll know them by their fruit, too, because you know how people. If they're pretending, they can't pretend for long. So you're going to see right yeah. through the facade. And sometimes just contact. If you give somebody a hug, you can feel their spirit. You know, Janae, you know. Mm-hmm. You've done it lots of times. 
And mm-hmm. um, you can feel it. You can be like, oh, but you see them, they, they one way in church around people, then you see them in another setting, and they just so nasty and rude and, you know, and I, I think the whole concept of being a wolf in, a wolf in sheep's clothing is, you know, they don't want nobody to know how they really are, so they try to cover up and try to be, you know, as sweet as, you know, a sheep, and then they try to, um, and they act like a wolf, and, you know, they be, mm-hmm. you know, just stirring up stuff, keeping up trouble, lying, and just all kinds of stuff. You just, just got to be careful of that because you don't want to be labeled as that if you're around one. So you want to try mm-hmm. to detect those things early on. Mhm. And you know what? And it's interesting because you know me. When I start picking up on those spirits and I start getting that that discernment, I stay away. I'm yeah. not gonna engage. I'm not gonna entertain it. I'm not gonna. I ain't got time for that because spirits are real. And if a person right. and I see that they're messy, I don't have a problem with saying something to them versus talking about individuals behind their back. But by that same token, uh-huh. we start talking about church individuals, and we know people say, well, I'm human, we all have our flaws, nobody's perfect. I get that. I totally get that. But I have some information I want to share, and it comes from, it's called um, charismansnews.com. It says seven recognizable traits of wolves and sheep's clothing. And this is interesting because this individual talked about that since encountering their own situations with wolves and sheep's clothing, because a lot of times people base it on their own personal experience that they've had with another person. And some of that is personal, but when you start talking about the character of a person and you talk about the fruit of their, their labor or, you know, just basically what people, you see who they are, and they found themselves reflecting on these encounters and trying to learn from them. Because you want to be able to learn from your situation. Because this is a little different from what we call church hurt. Because you can show on that oh. hmm? Now, oh, no, the, Bible warns, the Bible warns us to be aware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing. Meaning, be aware of these false prophets. Because they're coming to you in one way, but yet they are another way. But inwardly, they are ravenously wolves. And that's in Matthew 7.15. And yet it also tells us that false prophets will increase in the last days. And that's in Matthew 24.11. And that's interesting, Tammy, because just today I received two calls from people telling me they were calling me from the Social Security Administration office. Yeah, why the Social Security people go call me? Then they hang up front of my face because I'd be waiting on their butt. Now, as time that we say we're living in our last days, we are seeing so much it's ridiculous. Now, this tells us that we must learn to identify a wolf in sheep's clothing or a false prophet. It is not so that we can become judgmental or jaded because that's not what this is about, but it's how we can protect ourselves and other sheep around us. We must guide our sheep in our churches, and we must protect the younger believers. And we must do what God commands us to do, and that's in Matthew ten sixteen. And that's where we get in trouble, Tammy, because when you, wanna, when you call somebody on their stuff, and we've talked about that before, we have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. What do you want to say or what right. do you ask? Yeah, you do. You don't, 
you don't want to hurt people, you don't want to be hurtful, you don't want to be harmful. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to, uh, when you say something to someone, just say it nicely. Now, when you were talking about false prophets, you just, I wanted to elaborate on that. You just have to be careful and pay attention when when you're listening because some if you pay attention and listen and if they're up there and they're speaking about something you don't discuss with them or they prophesy to you something they already know then uh then that ain't a prophecy they just telling you what you said <laughs> you know what i mean mhm you they're, know it kind of goes back they're just to telling show, you what you discussed with them correct you know, it kind of goes back to what Maria was talking about before, and she wanted to do a show talking about man-made um, creatures, because we got individuals out there that are coming up with their own denominations. You know, they want to say things. I was uh, watching something the other day, and um, I can't even think of the man's name, but I know he's married to one of the Kardashians, so that you know, ain't that important to me. But oh, Kanye West. Yes, he's trying to get somebody to portray him. And I guess the story about his life, but he wants the guy to be Caucasian. It's like, you ain't Caucasian, so why do you want the person to be Caucasian? You know, so we got so much stuff going on. And what happens is many believers fall into the trap of being mauled by wolves because they want to believe in the best of people. You know, we always think that people have our best interests, and we try to hope and you know, we have hope. We, we pray that we have a covering over us, or we're protected. I was on my way to work today, and just trying to get to this office, I saw about four or five accidents. And all of these accidents right. were like three, four car pilots. And I'm like, Lord, thank God it wasn't me. So we want that covering, but when we're talking about that covering, we have to be careful when we are engaging and in, in interacting with other people. Because what they're saying is they're not encouraging people to believe in the worst of people. But they do encourage people to be wise. I remember one thing I learned, and I used to love when um when I would hear it be said, is how your father would tell you, use wisdom. Use wisdom. Right. And why is it so difficult to use wisdom when we engage you with people? Right. It's, that's very that's very important. you got to use wisdom when engaging with people because, first of all, you, you don't know who you're dealing with and who you're talking with, right? So mm-hmm. you have to use wisdom because, you know, you may be able to talk to one person one way, but you want, you may not be able to talk to the next person the same way. So what, what might work for one may not work for the other. So Correct. you have to be careful. And especially if you're dealing with, like we're talking about a wolf in sheep's clothing, you have to be careful because mm-hmm. when you're talking to them, you have to be very careful, careful because – They'll, you know, they'll, they try to come at you or they'll try, you know, they'll try to go against everything you say. They'll try to, you know, uh, they'll try to uh, change the word up on you and try to confuse you and see if you, you know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. So that is you, true. Yeah. Like, yeah. You just got to be careful. I like what you're talking about because the problem with wolves that she's clothing is that they are far from what they appear to be like with the sheep. It isn't until you get close that you can recognize that there are a wolf and not a sheep. Because I when I was yeah. together, I saw this, this herd of sheep and the wolf face was sticking out. I was like, ooh, oh, my gosh. But sometimes when they're amongst other people, sometimes you just never know. And therein lies the danger of getting hurt 
and falling into the trap of the enemy. But because many of us don't know the difference in regards to the world, some individuals have learned to spot them more quickly than what they probably would have done when they were younger. Now, see, when I was younger, you know, I remember my mother used to say, don't talk to strangers, don't talk to – and I would go ask that person, what's your name? And they'll tell me their name. I'll be like, Mom, that's not a stranger. His name is so-and-so or her name is so-and-so. Now I learn to listen more than I talk. And even when we're talking mm-hmm. about being in church, my godbrother told me when a person is in the pulpit, pull out your Bible and follow them with the scriptures. Because sometimes people will divert. Now, I want to say that I want to give you guys what they consider a list of ways that individuals have learned to tell the difference between a wolf and a sheep. And we can elaborate on some of this information. And, again, this is coming from charismanews.com. It says wolves will have an issue with spiritual authority. Now, it says Uh Jesus knew authority and knew what it meant to be under authority, but he didn't do things unless he had seen his father in heaven do them. And in John 15, 19 through 20, real prophets are not rebellious people. They understand authority. And, and when individuals were talking about with the wolf encounters, the people in question had issues with spiritual authority. Lady T, what do you think about that? Because sometimes in the church, you always got somebody that want to be a rebel. You always got somebody want to have things their way. Now, we got another caller coming in. So hold that thought before I click them in. And you know what? I hear kids in your background noise. So you might want to calm your background yeah. noise a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me log on this person. Okay. Okay, good morning. This is Janet Abney. Welcome to Precious Ridiculous Blog Talk Radio, number ended in 06. How are you doing? I'm fine. Okay. All right. Okay, Tammy. Hey. I know. I I picked up on your voice. Okay, Tammy, so let's mm-hmm. get back to number one. Wolves have an, have an issue with spiritual authority. Is that part of what disrupts the church sometimes? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they'll yeah they'll snap at you if you try to correct them or, or tell them the way you want it done. They act like you know, no, this is how I'm gonna do it. This is the way I want it done, and they will snap at you. And if you try to correct them, oh yeah, they'll they'll come at you and they'll try to say, I didn't come here for this, and da da da, and da da da. They'll say all kinds of stuff, and then they'll try to bring up something else they think they know about. I mean, you just got to be careful. And that's, in a lot of cases, that's when you'll find out that they really a wolf. Because you'll be like, really? You go in there, but you're supposed <laughs> to be a man or woman of God, and you're going to go there with me? Really? And they'll they'll even go as far as to call you names and say, I heard about you. What? Okay, you really going to go there with me? They will do that, wow. and, they, and they probably never even heard nothing, or what they heard is mm-hmm. 100% not true. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. but they'll they'll throw it out there, and they do. They get mad. They'll. I've even I've even heard someone say they wanted all their tithe money back that they put in the church because <laughs> because they got talked to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Wow. And see, oh yeah, I was like, wow. But you got to watch your wolf carefully because they do have a spiritual covering. And one of uh, the things they talk about with the wolf and sheep's clothing that one of the encounter is this individual pretended to have a covering, but after they learned that the person was a wolf and sheep's clothing, the pastor who was supposed to be his covering contacted them and found out that they had issues with other people, and it just goes on and on and on. 
Another thing, number two, wolves will try to manipulate and control you. Now, a wolf clothing can be some of the sweetest people as long as they think you can be controlled. They operate under tactful intimidation and often, and you don't realize what's happening right away. And this is not from God because God doesn't manipulate and control, and anyone who says they're sent by God cannot operate under this spirit either. Now, what do you think about that? Wolves are trying to manipulate and control you. Yeah, that's kind of, you know what, that's kind of like a narcissist, you know. <laughs> Pretty, a, much. A wolf, Pretty much. A wolf is like a narcissist, you know, they as long as they know they're in control, they can keep on that extra layer of clothing and pretend, you know, act like um, a sheep, you know. But yeah. then sooner or later it's going to get hot. So they comfortable right now under all them layers because things is mm-hmm. heating up. But once they heat up, they're going to have to come out of that that layer that they hiding under and they true form gonna have to show and that's the wolf because they ain't gonna be able to hide no more under all mm-hmm. that fluff and fur. They ain't gonna be able to hide no more because when they really smiling in your face as soon as you walk away they're like, mm, like I did not want to speak to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sooner or later okay, it's have... gonna come out. <laughs> okay, we have out of the call, heart you know? That's true. Let me log this person on. Good morning. This is Jeanette Abney. Welcome to Participate Miss Blog Talk Radio. Number ended in 2-2. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I am well. Let me read this one. So you might have something to share on this one that just called in number 2-2. I'm getting good with voices now. Number three, when wolves are in a fight, they go for blood. Now, we all go through situations where we will act less than perfect and accomplished, but wolves take that step further. Once they get a taste for blood, they will attempt to go for it in any arguments or situations. They can suddenly turn vicious. They will justify their actions and cover in a cloud of fake Christian cliches. Now, any comment, the Miss, Miss, the lady that just Call down number ending in two two. When a wolf is in a fight, being a, uh, being basically aware of wolves and sheep's clothing, you want to add something to that that comment? You mean? Are you saying that's is, what men do? No, I'm saying a wolf. When we talking about individuals that appear to be someone that they're not, someone that you uh-huh. think that they're nice and they're charming, and then the next thing you know, they coming at after you. And you thought that they were so sweet, so kind, so loving, so caring, and then all of a sudden they coming for the juggler, they coming for blood. And you're like, wait a minute, where all this coming from? Yes, I'm very, very familiar with that. <laughs> and uh, and the thing is, like I said, and they would justify it by saying, you know, oh, because I'm a Christian, or give you all the Christian, you know, cliche, and again. We talk about things of that nature and just talking about um, anyone who acts that way cannot be a sheep because a sheep is not supposed to act like that. And it, I'm looking at some information, and it talks about, it said, but God doesn't do that. But when Jesus hung on a cross, he cried out, Father, forgive them, for they not know what they do. And even in Luke twenty three thirty four. 
It also talks about that although God doesn't expect you to be a doormat, we've seen wolves act like rabbit animals, and it is the nature of the spirit that they're operating in. So we have to learn how to play, pay close attention to what the enemy is not, that they're not the person, but the devil to which the person has given the foothold in their life. And this is a spiritual battle. See, a lot of battles that we fight are not against, um, when we talk about flesh and blood, but we, we got to be careful with stuff like that. Anything you want to add to this show, um, call the number 222. I don't know if you want me to say, say your name, but I know who you are. Anything Sorry. you want to add to this show? Yeah. You can name it. It's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to add to this show when we talk about wolves and sheep's clothing? Because you've dealt with a lot of different things that people you okay. thought was really close to you, only to deceive you, turn against you, and um, then their true nature start coming out. How are you able to identify a wolf in sheep's clothing? Well, I basically now um, just sit back and listen and watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm very careful about what I say to who I say it to. And um, I just uh, have to make sure that, you know, it, I've lost a lot of trust in people because of, of that same situation. Um, but I just sit back and watch and, you know, listen, be careful, you know, because what they look like doesn't mean they necessarily are. Correct. Correct. And I like um, the quote what Maya Angelou said, if someone show you who they are, tell them who who they tell you who they are, please believe them. A lot of times we want to believe the best in people and some people are just downright evil. It's that spirit in them. And we just have to be remind remind mindful of that. Yeah, it's uh I would say you have to they may appear to be one way, but in you know and even somebody, like you say, you've known for years or you whatever, you know, there's there's just sometimes people, I don't know, they can make a change. And, um, you know, I don't know how to explain it except that it, it feels like betrayal. And I know mm-hmm. that um, it's hard to deal with. And then... You've got to be careful not to judge other people like that because they're not all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say except that I, you know I've been through it and I'm mm-hmm. still kind of from And I yep. don't know if I'll it, ever, it, it, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll ever not, lose that numbness because right now I don't feel like I'll ever lose it. I mean, I've it's just been so many things with betrayal that it's like the person you thought was this and then they then they go and do something that you're like, what? And then they turn, or somebody takes it personal, you know, they turn it into a vendetta and, mm-hmm. and, and you have to think that person would ever do something like that. But um, you just have to keep, I guess keep the faith and also hope that you watch and just listen and so that you can make a better judgment the next time on, you know, Correct. who 
spend that time with and who you share information with. Correct. Does that make sense? You know, oh, yes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, Lady T, did you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Just talking about I just how want to say. That... I'm sorry, what did you say? Okay, go for it. Are you talking? No. Oh, go ahead, Jeanette. What were you saying? Yeah. No, I was letting you speak. I didn't know if that was you or Maria talking. But um, I just wanted to know if you wanted to elaborate that. Okay. Elaborate that a little bit more. We talk about wolves go, are in a fight, they go for blood. Oh, yes. You know what? I do. Because something else they do was they they will come in a group to attack one person that they mutually, mutually don't like. So somebody they see as prey, they gonna go get they gonna get somebody else in agreement with them, and they gonna come against them. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. And then once they come against that person and try to take them down, you know, sometimes they successful, some, some sometimes they not. You gotta have you have to have some strength. You have to have some strong bones. You know, you can't be weak minded when you're dealing with a wolf, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll take they'll try to take you down. And when they take you down. They won't even. They won't be together no more. Then, oh, we back to being. I don't. I don't like you because a wolf recognize a wolf that's dressed as a sheep. So they know each other. They recognize each other. So, <laughs> so they'll go back to um, business as usual after they take you down. So you just have to be careful because if they all want to come, you you just be prepared, prayed up. And and know know what you're getting into, and you better be ready to take them all down in a <laughs> you know in a good way, in a biblical way. <laughs> when you said that, Tammy, I thought about I was uh, watching the news the other morning. It was last week, and they were showing this incident of a cat that was being attacked by some coyotes. And it was three coyotes, mm-hmm. and they were trying their best to get that cat. That cat was fighting them coyotes off. I was like, that cat was like, uh, uh-uh, not today, not today. Okay. okay. <laughs> that one cat was trying to try his best to scare them coyotes off, and they was coming at. They was trying to surround the kitten, the cat. The cat was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, not today. Okay, hold on. Let me unlock on this other caller. Okay. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, number ending in five two. How are you doing? Hi, Jeanette. It's Linda. I'm back. Hi, Linda. Hi, thank you. Today's topic, we're talking about been, wolves and sheep clothing. What do you want yeah, to Yeah, I've been listening, and um, I heard you ask, how can you tell when there's a wolf? I want to say one thing to look out for is wolves act differently in different crowds. So, mm-hmm. example, if you're dating a wolf, if you're dating a wolf, they're going to act all sweet, charismatic, lovey-dovey. But then when you see them hang around maybe with their coworkers, it's a total different person. Then you see them hang around with a family, total different person. With friends, mm-hmm. total different person. With strangers, total different person. They're, they're, they're in disguise. With they, they act differently in different crowds. And that's, that's a red flag right there. And you know what? And that's a good way to identify a person like a chameleon. You know, and then, you know, yeah. some people just have uh, this evil spirit about them. And that kind of goes into yeah. what you was indicating is I'm looking at something talk about wolves act one way around those they think matter and suddenly change behind closed door, too. Because mm-hmm. when you are a wolf, it's kind of hard to keep up with all them different characters. Because, yeah, they will be nice 
nicest people are nicest to people when relating to leadership. And when you have a conflict, if you're like, wait a minute, this person don't normally act like that. Another mm-hmm. thing is there mm-hmm. are some rotten fruit in the life of a wolf. And the Bible is very clear that we need to turn and they tell me how to check the, the spiritual fruit in others is one of the things that Tammy was talking about. And there are other people of patience, gentleness, and self-control, but don't get it wrong because individuals have fallen short in a lot of areas, but there are situations that tend to follow the wolves, and they are constantly stirring up chaos, and they constantly mm-hmm. set you on the edge. So if you know, it's like somebody that's here, like, oh, Lord, here comes trouble. Okay, so what they going to complain about today? That's another dead, um, dead giveaway sign. Anything mm-hmm. else you want to add? Because mm-hmm. I like how you indicated how we can check out a person in the different settings, not only of the fruit, but in their lives, how they communicate with others. What are some other things we can talk about in regards to a wolf in sheep's clothing? You, the only thing that stands out, too, is you just, um, I think the other caller was talking about when you hug somebody, just it's just you got to listen to your gut and just that that vibe you get when meeting someone. It's just like this this negativity to them, like a negative aura vibe. But like you can just you can just tell by the way mm-hmm. you feel around them. It's like this energy mm-hmm. that you can just feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at something and I want to share this, and it indicates that wolves don't always start out being wolves. And that's interesting because there's a scene that hurt people will hurt other people. And sometimes when they talk about the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and it makes me kind of wonder sometimes why would the wolf even come into a church? But I'm going to tell you, wolves know when to leave sometimes too. They know when the stuff is getting Mm -hmm. too hot or too heated. So you just have Mm -hmm. to be aware. You really have to be aware. And identifying them is one thing by recognizing them. But we also have to know what to do. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. we can't just, you know, I think of a vampire and they're talking about put the stake in the vampire's heart. But what is some of the best ways to expose the wolf? Lady T, I'm going to ask you about that question. What's some of the best ways to expose the wolf? What do you do? Some of the best ways to expose a wolf is let them talk. Mm-hmm. Let them talk. Don't you do so much of the talking. Let them talk. They'll talk and they'll reveal who they really are or just watch them. Mm-hmm. Watch, them. watch the things that they do. Keep your eyes on them and you'll know. You'll be like, ah, uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. you just, just got just to pay, just pay attention. And then listen to, if they ever try to give you advice, listen mm-hmm. to the advice that they give you. Because mm-hmm. it's usually something distorted. <laughs> it Tell ain't good advice. Straight distorted. They're like, where you got that from? Where you get that from? <laughs> well, oh, sometimes, God. you know, when you know, when you know the right thing to do and you know you're supposed to go right, they'll be like, no, you need to go left because I'm telling you, it's a trap to go right. You need to so they'll they'll give you all the wrong advice. Mm-hmm. So that's why you all you have to do is listen, pay attention, and watch. That's what God gave us ears like and eyes to us. You know yeah. what? That's like um, Dr. Lisa Romain. She's always say, you have two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. I was like, oh, okay, I guess 
You know, the ears and the, the eyes kind of outnumber the mouth, so I need to just shit it for a little while. You know, so the one thing is, and, you know, and a lot of times people, we try to figure out who's fake, who try to, you know, but I'm looking at some other information, and they talk about how to spot a wolf in sheep's clothing and reminders from God's words. Like we said, watch out. So we need to be aware of false prophets who come into sheep clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. So we need to, like I said, just be aware and watch out for them, number one. Number two, That's right. know the real, and you'll know the fake, too. Because God's word is clear, and it says that they'll be known by their fruit, not by how much money they have. Because a lot of times in ministry, Tammy, people get caught up with people's occupation, who they are, especially if they are celebrities. They get caught up in their beauty. They get caught up in their education. But we need to be careful mm-hmm. with that because not by how many followers they have also and not by how many books that they've written so we still be trying to look at people and think they're going to add to our congregation. And sometimes they can just bring in all kind of mess into our congregation when you think you just had, you know, the president of Booga Booga Booga, whatever, just walk into your church. You need to be careful because they might try to take your church. That's right. <laughs> now we start to... <laughs> I'm serious because strife is no joke. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. people be thinking that that you you thinking that they coming to help you. They could be coming and they trying to destroy you. And mm-hmm. Tammy indicated mm-hmm. that they're known by their fruit in their lives, and there is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self control. But if you don't see all of that, you be like, wait a minute, I don't know if I want to. Uh, I'm like the the little dog on a supervisor pet. I don't know if I can trust you. <laughs> so. They will see the light that is hidden in darkness and will expose the motive of their heart. And that's in First Corinthians 4 5. Now, we need to be mindful of that. Another thing is know God's word and you'll know when it's being twisted and manipulated. A lot of times, Tammy, we get so caught up because they're walking around with a Bible or two, or they, you know, we think that they got it going on. Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, and their end will respond to their deeds. And that's in Second Corinthians eleven fourteen through fifteen. Because sometimes deception may be hidden, manipulated, or they could be cunning. But the Bible makes it clear. In the Bible makes it clear. Any of you young ladies want to add in regards to any add anything in regards to that? How the Bible makes it clear. Okay, y'all don't want to say nothing. Now we got another caller. Let me log this person on. Now we are in good afternoon. Welcome to Purchase the Ignorance Blog Talk Radio. How are you doing? I'm all right, Chanel. How you doing? I'm doing all right, cousin. Okay, cousin, what you want to add? <laughs> even though you wrote a book about the wolves, <laughs> tell the listeners who you are. Well, since you, uh, you're you on the topic of wolves, and I wrote a book called The Good Wolf, um, I thought I'd call in and, and add my two cents to it. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's no such thing as a good wolf. Okay, that's why I named the book The Good Wolf. It's just a wolf, right? And when a wolf has an opportunity to eat you, he's going to eat you. So you can't tame or pet or... You know, the wolf is only allowing you 
to tame him or allowing you to believe that he's tamed. It's just, it's impossible. He's a wolf. You know, mm-hmm. he's not going to stop being a wolf because he's got a good job or you think he's cute or you like his dreads or whatever it is. Like, he's still a wolf. So, and and the cold-blooded part is you can squint real hard and make you think he's a sheep, but really, you really, if you pay attention, like you were saying, Jeanette, stop hoping and pay attention to what you're looking at. It, it generally reveals itself, you know. It's just a lot of times with women, they really like what they hear. You know, they, they like the they like compliments. They like to, you know, to hear how pretty they are, how smart they are, how, and a wolf understands that, you know, mm-hmm. even with my, um, my lead character, Randall, you don't know how, well, you've seen how long I have to stay on the phone and talk to people about that book and how much they love Randall. Randall is a wolf. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a good wolf, really good job. You know, he's super fit, um, but he's a wolf. And really, the, the sharper women, I don't know if that's fair. Women are a little more per- perceptive. They understand that Randall is a disaster. Mm-hmm. But generally, the young women, they think Randall is great. They want, like, they just want to fall on their knees and find a man like Randall Whitmore. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just, I kind of chuckle. When they do that, I'm like, you probably aren't really good at looking for men. You're looking at the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know what, cousin? And I want to say this: we start talking about that not just only with women, but with men too. Because sometimes we get caught up. You know, they have the song "What Does Just a Big Butt and a Smile." So a lot of times we start talking about the wolves in clothing. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be gender specific. You know, we just have to be mindful and uh, the the tricks of the enemy, and we we really do because this deception, as we talked about, can be hidden. Manipulated cunning, but we also, like I said, the Bible makes it clear. We just got to, and, and I'm thinking of a chameleon. I'm thinking of, you know, you know, and it's it's just really sad. But we have to press in close to God and spend time in His presence, pray and talk to God, listen to His voice and His words, because people will try to distract us. You know, and I'm thinking about with your book, with the character. Yeah, we all want that. That you know, I used to always say I wanted an educated. What did I say? Educated food. Education and food and all that don't, don't and the man of God don't all go together. So I had to realize nope. that in my fifties. You and you told me I can't bring another husband home yet. So, so but the thing is, we do have to be careful with that. And also, yeah. trust the discernment and wisdom of God's Spirit living through your life, because false prophets would appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive. If possible, even elect. Now, Tammy, what do you think about that in regards to when we talk about Matthew 24, that verse in regards to 23 to 25, and just talking about that, we also have to trust the discernment. Right, right. Well, he'll generally, like if you can turn down the. I'm sorry, were you talking mm-hmm. to me Yeah. No, it doesn't if matter. You turn it down down the the dog, you pull up it will generally, if you turn down the noise, it'll generally become clear. Mm-hmm. You know, I read it'll, it'll, it generally does. Correct. I want to read the scripture because the one thing about a wolf 
He ain't gonna let you turn down the the noise. She ain't gonna let you turn right. because they need you to be distracted. They can't let you do right. that. You know, it's like a person holding you captive, saying, "You know, I can't let you do that. You know, I can't let you go right now." Now, in Matthew, right. which is the scriptures that I was just quoting, in Matthew twenty four, which is twenty three to twenty five, it talks about at the time if anyone says to you, "Look, here's the Messiah," or "There he is," don't believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even elect. And it says, see, I have told you ahead of time. You know, so we just need to be mindful of that. And it goes back to stuff your parents used to say, you know, old pastors used to say. So we just need to really be careful with that. And But sometimes we want them or we want it to be different this time. You know, like I said, some people go from church to church, not realizing that the same issue that they had in one church, they go run into the same situation in another church. But you still just got to be aware, and you got to know what to do and how to handle certain situations. And another thing is, and it goes back into, and I I talked about with God's words being twisted and manipulated, which was another thing. But when we know the word of God ourselves, no one should be able to trick you. Now, so right. what would you want to add or say in regards to that? In terms of uh, which, which part? Which part? Well, not only um, just basically what you want to add to the show, period, because, like I said, a lot of times we don't know what to do. Sometimes we don't know how to get out of the wolves, um, I want to say sight, or how do we how do we protect ourselves besides just the, not only just the word of God? What are some of the other yeah. ways that we can protect of wolves that she's clothing. And then I'll have Tammy elaborate on it. Well, get out of. Is that you speaking, Michelle? Well, no, I was just going to ask you. I'm, I'm probably not going to so many wolves. There's two that I don't know if I can even recognize. Well, I think now I can recognize them, but I, I had so many wolves around me that even people try to make me believe that I was one. <laughs> wow. You know what? You know what? But this is the thing, though, and Michelle, this the other Michelle, is I hear what you're saying, that you've had so many wolves around you, and part of it is you knew who some of these people were. The problem is when they turned on you, for whatever reason they turned on you, it was too, you trusted too much, you know. And sometimes people become angry and they become revengeful because people's personality, they don't mix. But that don't give the right for another person to destroy the life of another because that that right there is just crazy. Well, I know that. You know that. But like I said, I mean, some of these people that I've dealt with that are wolves, they could take tell me that I'm a wolf. I mean, but mm-hmm. I mean because they want to put it off on me. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. When you said, what'd you say? I trust too much. Mm-hmm. You do. Is that what you, you said? Do. Yeah. Some of the people you're you right. be know, some of the people you be knowing, you you know what they are when you dealing with them. But it's like it's like the old scene go the snake picks up the frog. I mean the frog picks up the snake and the snake tells the frog you knew I was the snake when you picked me up. 
Yeah, well, I've learned I can't change a wolf, so trust me. <laughs> and, and you're right, and and sometimes those wolves, you know, I guess that's why I said just sit back and listen and watch, mm-hmm. because um, otherwise. But what I I do have to say that, and it, I mean, it's not good, if, especially when you're. Um, what's the word I want to use? The wolves can really come out at you. They're really under. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, they wait. Like, to, they wait till you most vulnerable. They wait till you most vulnerable. Or you don't know. Because I'm gonna say this: the problem is, and Michelle, is wolves are expert at deceit. Sometimes there's a difference in being an expert at a, at deceit versus trying to get something you want. By saying, you know what, I want to obtain this business, or I'm going into this to do this, or I want to try this venture. And a lot of times we talk about, you know, attorneys, somebody got a lot of background noise. Please um, mute your background noise. So we're not talking about that, and we're trying to gain something, but a wolf, their motive is different. Because, like I said, they're experts. That's why they are successful at looking like sheep. Because wolves pretend to be good and care about the sheep, but those close to them, even their family, can know the truth because they've been bitten again and again and again. So the problem is, like I said, when you know what you're dealing with, and I tell people that all the time, I don't throw nobody away, I don't judge nobody, but I want to know what I'm dealing with. If I know you're a murderer, okay, fine, you're a murderer. If I know you're a whoremonger, I know that. If I know you're a thief, you know, if I know you go eat my food, you really better stay away from me because I hurt you then. But the, <laughs> my point is, a lot of times you talk about a wolf, a wolf is coming in to just deceive you because you got something that they want or they're coming to destroy you or destroy. And like I said, it's sometimes a church, a home, a business, and that's where we get caught up because the wolves live for the love of power rather than the power of love, and a wolf refused to take accountability and will resist the submission to authority. And I learned that even being a business owner, when I get staff members and they come in, and I can tell who's good, who's not good. I can tell who's for me, who's not for me. And I'll just let them just do it, you know, they'll leave on their own. Linda, anything you want to add to this show, too? No, I just want to say a wolf can be anybody. A family member, a colleague, a friend, the neighbor next door, anybody. Mm-hmm. And we just have to be able to and be we... mindful of that and come up with a plan. Because, like I said, you don't want to mess around and get in trouble because you don't mess around trying to, to get the wolf out the way or whatever the case may be. Sometimes they will leave on their own. And sometimes, you know, because, like I said, the Bible warns us that reckless words Here's like sword, and that's in Proverbs 12, 18. We know that verbal abuse is real, and when it's regularly done, you know, a lot of times we, you know, we'll talk about people, we try to run them all, but sometimes that don't always be very effective because you know, we, we got to be careful with that. Tell me anything else you want to add to this show. I know we have eight minutes left in the show. If anybody else want to call in, you can give us a call at 516-387-1914. Because I want to talk about, we talked about ways to identify. We talked about what their mission is. But we need to talk more about how we as sheep can make sure that we're safe. 
Tammy? Yes. Yes. Well, um, we we just make sure we safe by you know you just don't like I, like we said earlier in the show you just want to be careful be mindful of who you're dealing with and who you're talking to and make sure you ain't saying too much and uh, have just use use discernment on who you're dealing with. I have my God uh-huh. here, so that's what you hear. <laughs> so. Yeah, we just you just gotta be you just gotta be careful and, and that's how you know of your surroundings and who you're talking with. Just before you engage in conversation and I mean deep conversation, of course you're gonna speak to people because that's just being cordial, you know. Mm-hmm. But before you decide to develop a relationship with anyone, know know who they are, get to know them, know them by their fruit. You know, pay attention, watch them, talk to them, hear, listen to their language, listen to the things they say, you know, the, how they do things, and then you'll know. You'll know whether mm-hmm. they're sheep or a wolf, and you'll know whether you can be around them, develop a friendship or a, rela- or, or a you know, a spiritual relationship or not. Mm-hmm. And you know what, and like I said, it goes back to the old saying when we say hurt people will hurt other people. And that's a lot of, you know, and another thing, and I'm looking at something, and this is coming from beware of broken wolves. Because when people are broken, they run to church. They run to ministry. They run to try to go get some help. And, something, and it says throughout the scriptures, people of God are referred to as sheep and Jesus as a great shepherd. And the natural enemy of the sheep is the wolf who snatches them and scatters them. And so with us knowing that, you know, it's like we know that they're there. Now, our shepherds even warn us to beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep clothing, but inwardly and roundly wolves. Now, we start talking about echoing the warning. Paul admonishes the elders of the church. He says, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flocks in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. And to be careful for the church of God, which he ordained with his own blood. And I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not fearing the flock. And from among your own selves will rise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be alert. And that's in Acts 20, 28. And wolves often look like sheep. So to spot a wolf, we can often look at what the values and qualities are esteemed by a particular religious community. And in Jesus' day, awkward religiously was prized, so the wolves look like legalists. And in the early post-asogonistic age, the secret knowledge was valued, so wolves looked to the form and they learned how to basically speak the word. Now, when we start talking about the even into America today and we're diverse, you know, we see it in politics, we see it on the news, we, it, it's just all over the place. Now, broken wolves are authentic because we know wolves are very manipulative, but when you're dealing with a broken wolf, wow. Because the majority of the broken wolves you'll encounter are truly broken people. They've suffered real pain, real hurt, and sometimes at the hands of a church and sometimes even the hands of the church, and they are the type of people we should naturally rush to comfort and protect. And that's the sad part. But what separates broken wolves from broken sheep is the former belief that their brokenness provides them. And, you know, there's that what they call the secret knowledge, such as fresh insight into human conditions. 
And broken rules are beyond criticism. Now, when we talk about beyond criticism, you know, like I talked about our parents, talked about my mother would tell us don't speak to strangers and stuff like that. Michelle, did you want to add anything to this? We talk about broken rules are beyond criticism. You're talking about the girl talking about how you get to know them. Well, like for example, I have somebody that I've known for a long time. I will, I don't know that she's really a wolf. She's not really done anything, but she just left. And I think it was because there were so many wolves going on and so many things happening that um, it's just it's you know it's really hard to I don't know for me. You know, not that I'm some smart, educated person, but I usually have my good intuition. And under the vulnerability that I've been under the last few years, I find it's really off. Michelle, you are a smart, educated person. You are. And (laughs) you have utilized wisdom. And I can be a wolf. But you said earlier they think you a wolf too. So wolves will attack other people. So the thing is you're not a wolf. You have a big heart, but sometimes you let the wrong people in because they come in with an arterial motive and you are thinking, well, okay, I know you're capable of this, 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 so let me see how this will work for me, and it don't always work for your favor. So sometimes you got to stop playing with fire because you can get burned. Yeah, well, so I'm not going to let you claim that by saying you're not a smart, educated person because you are. Well, okay, thank you. But I'm just saying that now I've completely gone like the opposite, and people are like, oh, who helps you with your kids and who helps you around the house? I said, me. They go, what do you mean, you? I go, me. I'm doing it, okay? I said, because I've had too many wolves that can't get along in the den, and... <laughs> I don't see that many wolves around, and I really don't want any wolves around. I want more sheep. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. I um, it makes it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. My life has been more peaceful since I've done that, and every, people are like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Oh," you know, like. It's not that I couldn't have done a lot of things, and you're right. I let a lot of people in that I probably shouldn't have let in. Um, mm-hmm. And, again, I think it, I mean, it's not, it was my fault because I wasn't watching for the wolves. But the person I knew for a long time, I still, I don't want to look at her like a wolf. I feel betrayed because she just left. But I think though, there were so many wolves that she thought were good people that she didn't realize weren't because she was in a vulnerable situation that when she realized what they had done and what they were doing, it, she, it broke her harder than it broke me. Gotcha. Now let me say this, let me say this, and then I'm going to let Tammy in the show with this. But we start talking about protecting ourselves, protecting yourself from wolves and sheep clothing, mastering the Bible, which is one. But one of the things we have to do is we have to protect our spiritual health. How do you recognize these so-called Christian leaders in ministry is by saturating your mind with the pure teaching of the Bible itself on a daily basis. You have to know your Bible to be able to recognize when some so-called people, Christians, whether they're believers or non-believers or teachers, are feeding you a load of baloney. And it doesn't take that long to have a good grasp of basic Bible knowledge. 
Now, tell me, what do you want to say to end this show, or what advice would you give individuals when we talk about protecting yourself in the world? Know your words, study your words. When you know your word for yourself, you 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 won't listen and believe any old thing. So mm-hmm. you so you're supposed to study to show yourself approved, but um you can also you'll also be able to ask que- also be able to ask questions. And you'll also you know, if somebody's teaching you something wrong, if somebody's telling something wrong, you'll be able to be like, Okay, no, that ain't right. That's not that's not the Bible and then so that's what I'm saying. That can cover you. That'll protect you. So, you know, take some time out of your day each day. Just put a little time aside to study your word so you, you can mm-hmm. get closer to God and you, you can know, and then you'll be able to discern people's motives better gotcha. as well. Okay, Linda, anything you want to add to this show when we talk about it for the listeners to know what to do or how they can protect themselves from the wolves in sheep's clothing? Uh, just be be observant. Be observant. Don't get caught up on peop- what people are presenting externally. You know, just get into their internal side and see who they truly are on the inside, their colors. Don't get caught up on what they're showing you on the outside because they're trying to blind you. Be Also mm-hmm. look into the inside of them. Gosh, I like that. Michelle? Middleton, anything you want to say? Because I know you've been quiet on the phone. Anything you want to say before we get the show? Uh, Listening to, oh, which Michelle? Is there two Michelles? Michelle Middleton. There's two Michelles. Michelle Middleton. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, it was really, all of them were really good speakers that I heard, you know, and uh, I fit in along with whatever uh has to happen and I just um so I won't go with one that just said something. Said uh, something really, really cool too. And uh got you. Yeah. Okay. Mich- okay, could you sound kinda of muffled. Okay, the other Michelle Fontes, anything you wanna say before we end the show? If you want the listeners to get from no, just look well. I love listening to the show and hearing other people's input because it makes me open my eyes to realize that, you know, especially if I'm, you know, I, I just that I need to watch more carefully and walk more carefully and just keep my mouth. I, I tend to talk too much because I'm so I t- outgoing and friendly, and I think I sometimes need. I've learned that I, you know, I have to have the faith and listen to my instincts and trust in God. That's true. You got to because he will not steer you wrong. And um, it's all in the Bible. And we do have to get back into it and and utilize your discernment. And I remember Pastor Estelle told me because I had a strong discernment. He told me my discernment was for me because I would discern things and I tell people. And I had to stop telling people stuff and just stop and just be quiet and listen and watch. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but we will figure it out. So until then, you have a rest of your um, day. Can you call me real quick, too? I'll give you a call, but I I know I got a session that's going to start at 1. I got another phone call, but I'll give you a call, okay? Because I can Uh, hear something in your voice that's going on. I'll give you a call. All right, so until next week, remember, you got this. Thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.